Early Breakfast, 7.02 this morning. We are in conversation with insurance expert at Old Mutual Insure, Christelle Coleman. Christelle, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Have you got your green cup of tea with you or do you perhaps uh, lean towards uh, the... <laughs> Coffee. Coffee <laughs> persuasion. Black and yeah. strong. <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking at a, a, a intricate issue. It's quite interesting here. I often talk about the takeaways and, uh, and we talk about financial education and how we can equip our young ones for the future. And our specific focus today is the insurance talk with your child. Uh, Youth Month has presented this opportunity for parents to have many conversations. How would you in, uh, encourage a discussion about uh, talking insurance? Well, um, I think one of the main reasons um, that we see so many unhappy customers with uh, when it comes to insurance for, for young adults is the fact that our parents don't sit their uh, children down and explain to them how insurance works. I mean, it's such a basic thing, but... You know, the, it's, uh, there's some rules and, and, and regulations around an insurance policy that you need to understand. And I think when you're 18 or 19 years old and you get that new car or that jalopy, I don't know, whatever it is, you're lucky <laughs> enough to get a car, um, when you get into it and you just go, you don't think about, um, you know, you think you've got insurance and that will cover you for everything. That's what we find is that uh, young people tend to be a little bit, um, you know, unsure about uh, how mm. Some insurance policies are, and it's important to um, discuss that with your child. Would you say insurance is a critical life skill? I would de- well, when it comes to financial, um, you know, your financial education, it's definitely a critical um, element of your financial education. So often nowadays, we find because it's so expensive to insure your car when you are a young driver, that the insurance premium can almost be as much as the car repayment. So, you know, people go out, they think, let me just buy a car for my child, but they don't expect, uh, you know, expect how terribly expensive it is. And I ex- myself experienced it. I've got a young adult um, and we bought a car for her. And I got such a fright because uh, when, when we added the car to the policy, and I, you know, I work for Old Mutual Insurance, mm-hmm. so I should know these things. The premium was, say, 500 grand a month. And when we changed it to her as being the main driver with a learner's license, well, when she got a license as a young licensed driver, it tripled. I got, I mean, it was a huge chunk out of my, um, you know, mm. expense, uh, you know, what I could spend each month. And then, of course, the issues that go with it. So the fact that if you have an accident um, when you're under the influence of drugs or alcohol, sure. um, insurance won't cover out, uh, pay out your claim. Um, it won't pay out the third party's claim. So it can ruin a family financially if a, if a young driver drives mm. into one or two very expensive vehicles and it's a two to three million rand claim. Against you as an individual because your policy won't respond. So very important to have that conversation with uh, with mm. the young uh, with the young driver. Um, and then another thing that comes up a lot a lot is um, you know negligence around looking after stuff. <laughs> so um, you know being at UJ or UCT, um, going out after varsity for a few drinks and leaving the laptop and the bag and everything on the back seat of the car and if the car's been broken into most insurance policies you know require of you to put the stuff in a locked brutal compartment yes. there's great unhappiness and it's a 20 50,000 rand claim that's not covered it's about financial education what would you say the general perception of the average South African is about insurance versus the world? We have fantastic marketers. <laughs> we have great adverts. There's been some incredible innovations and some startups yeah. have also come about. But what is our perception yes. towards insurance versus 
the global perspective of insurance? Oh, you know, I think globally insurance is a great purchase. Um, so I've had the opportunity to work internationally and we have the same, you know, uh, sort of resistance towards uh, insurance and the same issues. Uh, the trends are all, the, all around the world that are the same. But in South Africa, we live in a particularly um, crime, you know, ridden um, society. Petty crime is, is a big problem with car break-ins, unlicensed drivers and uninsured vehicles on the road, you know, more than... Well, about 70% of the cars on South African roads are not insured. So if you want to protect your assets when you live in South Africa, you don't really have a choice. Um, you know, the chances are it might be stolen, it's hijacked. And then, of course, this issue around all the accidents and the reckless driving on the roads. So um, you know, it's very important to remember that 99.9% of all claims in South Africa are paid. Mm. You know, we only hear about the um, the rejections and the grumpy clients and the ones who didn't follow or, or took the time to read the insurance policies or explain it to their children. So most people are happy customers. Most people get paid out. By far the majority of people get paid out. But unfortunately, because of the factors that I've mentioned just now, mm-hmm. insurance is expensive. Um, and, um, and if you don't follow the rules, you can uh, you know get to a position where you pay the premium and the claim doesn't get paid out because you didn't put to the stipulations of the policy. It does actually seem like more approachable when you actually uh, break down the benefits and the, 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 the actual activities involved in, in, in risk mitigation, for example. When you talk about yes. it, it's your laptop, look after it, make sure it's locked away. Those are directly related to what the insurer will ask you, was it locked away? So in terms of risk mini- mitigation itself, how can you show the advantages yes. of being aware of looking after your stuff? I think the most important risk mitigation that you can do is when you phone in to get that car of your young adult added to the policy, um, don't lie. If the insurance company asks you, you will be the regular driver of this vehicle, be honest. Um, if, the, if the company asks you, where will the, where the, will the car be parked? Um, and, um, you know, you say it will be parked at your home, but in fact it will be parked on the street at night outside the mm, rent mm. at Varsity. When there's a claim with technology and, you know, the advances that we, that insurance has to their disposal, we will, we find out that there was an, um, a, you know, a miss, miss, uh, the, you know, the, the, the facts weren't, um, relayed to the insurance company correctly. And then the claim will get rejected. So it's extremely important, um, you know, those calls get recorded that you, that you are honest. Mm-hmm. And that you give the correct information. And then when you sit down, when you've bought the car, it's not to just film your son taking the key and there he goes off to a party and show all his friends his new car. It's most important, sit the child down with the insurance policy and explain how insurance works. Explain that there will be, what will be the times that the policy won't pay out, like driving under the insurance, letting someone else drive your vehicle, parking it where it's not supposed to park. So that, that the child can't turn around and say, I didn't know, because that's what we hear most is. I didn't know that's not how, that's how it works. I'm using my mom voice this morning. And it's <laughs> I shouldn't. But, um, but that's really just the case. Of, I mean, you, you know, it, it, then it's too late, because then the 50 or 50 or 60,000 loan has been washed down the drain. So, you know, having that conversation with your child is extremely important. And we thought with youth month. It's a nice yeah. opportunity for you to, to explain this. And, and people are starting to think about buying cars um, for children um, as they start working. Mm. It's not just for parents and children. It's for those, those um, young adults who are fortunate enough to buy their own cars for the first time when they 
21, 22 years old. And yet what we're also seeing is um, some, some young adults are very, very uh, successful um, in, you know, in South Africa. So they get to buy very expensive cars, actually, at a young age with a very high-performance engine. Mm. Um, and then again, they underestimate how high insurance premium will be because two main driving factors of your premium is one is your age and the other one is the size of the engine. Um, so the combination of a young person with a very high-performance vehicle and, of course, the value of the car does contribute to the premium can drive the premium up quite dramatically. The difference between a you know, 200,000 rand you know, yes. a 1,600 engine versus a, a M3, for instance, even if it's the same value, the car premium is significantly higher. It's very interesting. I, I like the conversation, the honesty uh, part of the conversation. Why is it that people feel the need to be dishonest? In, in, in It's perhaps the obvious answer is that they'll, they think that they'll have a, a cheaper uh, installment. But what age would you start talking about insurance with your child? Because this responsibility doesn't come with that phone call. It comes with creating a partner who you're honest with. If you're honest and you manage each other's expectations and say, hey, this is what it is. Can you do it? And then Mm. both parties agree. That's a partner. But now I think the... In uncomfortable conversations comes afterwards when I say to you, I've done a certain things and it hasn't been done. Now I need your help. Yeah, you're quite right. Um, I think the conversation needs to start when, when um, the, you know, consideration is given to buying the car. But I think often parents do it as a surprise. You know, it's kind of a, um, you know, it, you know, <laughs> delighting your child with a car. I just saw a, a Facebook post this, this week of someone doing that. Um, and it was a little bucky that they bought for the child, but still, you know, it was a surprise. So I think, um, you know, when the, before the keys, at least, before the keys are being handed over, um, that, that conversation is take place. And it's, it's also issues around, do you realize if you have an accident, the excess will be so much because uh, there's often a loading uh, for, for, you know, if you have your license for less than two years or if you're under a certain age, a very a substantial loading on, on the excess that's being paid. And, and, and again, around the world, we see the trend um, that young male drivers specifically um, have far, a far higher trend for um, having an accident and having more severe accidents. It's got some, some, something to do with that young buck, you know, being out there in this engine and he's, that he's driving on the road. So they take chances, they drive faster, yeah. you know, they have more, um, you know, take, take corners faster and they, they have more severe accidents more often uh, than girls specifically. So, you know, if anything, you need to talk to your, your son around mm-hmm. reckless driving. The fact that insurance companies can, can actually pick up at the time of the loss if, there was, if the, car, the car was being driven recklessly, if you were driving 120 yeah. in the 60 zone and you have a single vehicle accident at 12 o'clock at night, you're going to have a problem with your claim because it will be investigated. So I don't think kids realize that that's what happens when it comes to an insurance policy. They think, well, you know, like, like people of our you know, adult age think that I've paid my premium, it will just be paid off. It doesn't work like that with insurance and there's no point in moaning about it afterwards. Read your policy, make sure you communicate all those rules with your child and make sure that they understand if they make a mistake, they can ruin the family financially. <laughs> If they don't follow the rules. It's such a huge inconvenience. And I'll admit, as the only boy child, the microscope, and I've been coddled. I've had to fight <laughs> a lot of things. And my poor mother, I've had to take accountability and responsibility for my role wow. in that. So what would you say to people who believe children should be children and shouldn't have to worry about adult problems? 
Well, I mean, if you've got enough money to pay the price, then, <laughs> then that's great. I mean, I, I, we have high claims um, where, uh, you know, we're very wealthy individuals are exposed to very large claims with kids. Uh, having, you know, being responsible for two, three car accidents and it, it, it all adding up. I don't think you ever have enough money to, um, to be that reckless and irresponsible when it comes to teaching your children the right thing. And, and you know, it's not just about the insurance. It's about the loss of life and the criminal record because obviously we also see that happen uh, where the child is, um, the person is under the influence uh, that cause an accident where there's a loss of life. And that child is, um, you know, criminally charged. So it's, it's uh, driving a vehicle is, a, is something that's, that comes with a huge uh, level of responsibility. And that needs to be communicated to the child. You were asking earlier on why people are not honest and, and we kind of veered off the topic. But I think there's enough knowledge out there in the insurance, um, you know, mm. market uh, with policyholders that uh, young drivers do pay a lot more. So that's why um, our parents lie about it. They lie mm. about who's the regular driver of the vehicle, and they lie about where the car is parked. Um, and then when there is an accident, this comes to light, and the claim is rejected, and you have a very unhappy policyholder. So it's much better. If you can't afford to pay the insurance premium, buy a cheaper car mm. um, so that the premium is lower uh, than, than, than to be dishonest about uh, the risk information that you get asked when you take out the policy. That's fantastic advice right there. Um, Thank you. When it comes to the relationships uh, with, uh, with insurance, uh, yes. what would you say in terms of misconceptions do young people have about yeah. insurance? That's a, an excellent question, and it's not just the misconceptions that the young people have, but it's also the parents. Mm-hmm. So really the best thing that you can do is when your child um, gets the, his or her uh, first car is to take out an insurance policy in their name because the, the child, the young adult, I should say, should also start building a relationship with the insurance company. Mm. If you're a responsible driver um, and you don't have any accidents and you have a track record with an insurance company in your own name, name from the time that you're 19, of course the car needs to be registered in the child's name. Um, you will start paying less insurance premium as you progress because, uh, you know, the, the insurance companies look at your age but also at the time of your license. So uh, you will start building a good track record. Your premium will start reducing. And you will be the next time you buy another car, whatever, you would be able to say, I've, you know, driven my car for three years. I've been a policyholder with you. Um, can we renegotiate my premium? You would have that opportunity. But when the, when the car is not registered in the young adult's name and it's added to the parent's policy and they don't, they're not honest about it. Um, that, that, that young adult doesn't have the opportunity to go to the insurance company and say, this is who I am. I haven't had an accident. I've driven a car for three or four years and please give me the best possible rate that you can. So, so, so really do phone up the insurance companies and, and put the policy in the, in, the, in the child's name if the car's registered in the child's name. That would be a good piece of advice so that they can build a relationship themselves. Uh, that's a huge stereotype that we need to break down uh, right there. So the policy itself, let's be honest. No one is going to say it can be intimidating with the jargonisms, with Section 1.1, 2.3 and all those aspects. <laughs> if we are honest with ourselves and and we want to take proactive uh, engage, uh, action and engagement to the discussion we've had, where can one learn about insurance and how they can find an insurance plan suited to their needs? Needs. I mean, the, the adverts are entertaining. Yeah. They're fantastic. The options yeah. are plentiful. There's a myriad of concepts. They sell each other under the table. They'll even tell you, who are you with? Oh, did 
you know those guys do A, B, and C? <laughs> Yeah, no, it can be extremely intimidating um, for adults and young adults alike. And unfortunately, there isn't one specific place that you can go to. Um, you know, if anyone does have any um, questions, especially in youth months and the young adults, they will find me on Twitter. Um, I'm at Still Crystal or, you know, I'll mutual insurer. You can just Google me. I'm, um, my contact details are on the Internet. I'm very happy to have a conversation with anyone who wants to talk about this specifically. But the piece of advice that I would really give is, um, shop around. Um, so shop with that direct insurance company. This, these are the ads that you talk about. And also get, um, get a broker. You know, if you get a broker, they will shop around on your behalf. Uh, there's another misconception that it's more expensive to work with a broker than with a direct insurance company. That's, we can't say that because every insurance company has got different uh, approaches around pricing um, and rules and and how you know you know how they would uh, underwrite. I mean that's another big word, but how they would underwrite their specific risk. So shop around. It depends on where you live. It depends on where your car will be parked at night. It depends on whether you've had an accident already. And you might come across an insurance company that uh, feels that you're a good risk, even though you are young, and they give you a really good price. Get at least three to five quotes. Um, and ask the questions. The things that I've mentioned just now, if you go to the old Mutual Insure website, you'll find um, a, an article there that, uh, that we did, that we posted on Friday, where we, bro- where we break down all these things that we, you and I spoke about now, with Sangha, and they can you know, go and read up this article and ask those questions when you get the quote. But really take the time, it's may- maybe the most you know, riskiest time to get into insurance is when you do do it the first time around. So make sure that you educate yourself and, and read up about it. All the information is on the internet. It's Christelle Coleman, insurance expert at Old Mutual Insure, talking about the critical insurance talk we should have with your child and even young adults, as we've seen. Christelle, thank you for the time you've given us. Oh, this is the most you. I've ever learned about insurance. It's been quite a knowledgeable oh, wow. few minutes. All the best. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice day.